Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans, and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I am Jay Tilly. Man, I'm smiling Dude. ear to ear. I am jacked to the nines, and uh, we're I'm back home, and uh, I did not hate this show last night. Probably because I haven't been able to sit down and watch wrestling with just the the vigor that I enjoy. And uh, man, I I really I enjoyed the show. Uh, there were some confusing stuff, which I'm sure we'll go through. But what did you think, man? <laughs> uh, it was okay. You must have enjoyed it because it's been a while. Because I thought this one was a little rough to get through. I I there was some. Some promos that got lost in the shuffle. There was some uh, just terrible babyface booking on some stuff. And I just, it was a very bland, boring, uh, other than the main event, which is fantastic. I didn't really enjoy much more about this. So, and uh, yeah, I think the fact that you hadn't watched wrestling in like almost a week. By the way, welcome back, man. Like, it's good to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, to the peeps, uh, to the fam, to everyone, um, haven't really talked much about it. However, uh, we're family here and we're going to get through this together. My um, Mrs. Ellie Jair, Tiff, is dealing with cancer. 
And she went through the surgery, made it through. She's a trooper. And uh, just a matter of time before um, we're able to bring her back home from the hospital. And um, she was able to get up and shower and do some stuff today. And so shout out to uh, Dr. Awad over there at UF. Uh, go Gators and uh, the whole crew over there. Uh, Wanda and Tammy are her nurses, so super cool. And uh, hell yeah, glad glad we're on that this side of that, and we'll uh, we'll chronicle what occurs. So uh, any chance you get to to uh, rep rep a little purple for pancreatic cancer, I'm with you. Bam. Yeah, man, hold your loved ones close because you never know. You know, it's uh yeah. You know, I, I've true. been telling. Telling the fans you just had personal stuff going on, I figure it's your story to tell, just like we talk about on our mental health day. But good to have you back, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it, brother. man. But it's good to have you back. Good to be and back. Uh, I know you, and I know how much you love wrestling, and wrestling is important to you. So when we talked uh, outside of the podcast, and you were talking about how you haven't even watched wrestling yet, I'm like, ooh, you must be hurting. And then you have these glowing yeah, reviews for tough. this one. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> he's really hurting. <laughs> It wasn't the Monday after WrestleMania. <laughs> that's true. If that's the bar we're using, that is 100% accurate. It was not that piece of garbage. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think one of my biggest concerns about Raw, and, and I don't even think it's just Raw. Well, I guess it is. I guess AEW and WWE are having an issue, is crowds. So the crowd was dead. E- even like the promos and stuff with Becky and all that, it was just quiet. You got a little bit of a what chant. And that was about it. Even the Cody promo, even the woe wasn't as loud as it was. And then you look at that and then you look at kind of what AEW is going through right now with not selling ticket sales, you not having ticket sales. And it's like, what what's going on with North America wrestling and, and fans? Like, because I know and you know from when we looked at going to Raw here, those tickets aren't cheap. And to just go and kind of sit there quiet and almost look bored is a little like, what's, what's going on? And... They got up and got loud and were standing on their feet during the main event, but it's KO and Sammy and Gunther and Ludwig. Of course, it's going to be a good match, but you also had um, Chad Gable and Eric, which was decent. You had the Bronson Reed Ricochet match, which was fantastic, and silence. Oof, dude, that was the awesome. The Cody Miz match, little out in the beginning, and then it kind of fell off. So it's just, and I, and I really, go ahead. Okay, sorry. I just, no, we, like, <laughs> I just thought at the beginning when Rhea came out, they were they were into it. They were feeling it. The title got presented. Dominic grabbed the mic, and it was pretty loud. I was like, okay, we're going to be good. And um, the only other time that there was any like significant volume was the when they were singing Seth Rollins' song. And it wasn't that they were loud. It was just everybody was participating. So annoying. And... Yeah, and that's what cut the Gable uh, uh, Eric match because that was supposed to go like three more minutes or something. But so they had to get all their stuff in quick and send it home. So that was, um, but yeah, that title when they presented Rhea with her new title, I was like, okay, all right, I like it. And uh, congratulations to the NBA champion Denver Nuggets. They got their custom championship title today which is the old WWE one. So we'll see if, you know, down the road, if they give them an option, hey, do you want the world title or the undisputed? So, but I, I like the title. I, this, the design has kind of grown on me, but you are spot on. Like, you know, usually the, the woe in Cody's 
um, portion. It's it's live. It's loud. And I don't know, man. You're you're spot on though. There's something. <laughs> is there something in the water in the concessions? They, they you know they put a uh, melatonin <laughs> or something in everybody's. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> I, it, it, it's bizarre. And you know, and, and Cody cut a Cody promo, and they got a little loud, and we got some reactions from that and the Miz stuff. But the Becky promo I thought was interesting because. I almost think that's why she was stumbling on her words because they were quiet and she was kind of waiting for a reaction on stuff and not getting it. And then she kind of got all tongue tied and lost where she was going, which is not not something she does. Usually she's on it. She's good. She knows what she's talking about and is good at delivering those lines. Now, could it be that at the last minute they gave her a different script? Yeah, that could be it too. I, I don't know. But uh, definitely was interesting. And um, she lost her way in that promo. And then Zoe Starks kind of lost her way in that promo. And then the promo didn't make much sense anywhere about, you know, the most powerful person's a champion, but that's not true. It's the one who holds it. No, the most powerful person is still the champion. Like, you've just got to beat the champion. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought this Raw was kind of, eh, it was, it was okay. The in-ring action uh, from The Miz and, and Cody, I thought, was decent. Uh, I'm not as high on The Miz as you are. I, I think he's, uh, to take some words from MJF, very mid. I don't think he's great. But Cody can pull a good match out of anybody. And so I enjoyed that match. Um, and then the whole thing with uh, uh, Dominic, that dude, <laughs> the booze that man gets. <laughs> and I liked, I know we're totally going out of order here, but I'm trying to remember it as we're talking about it. I liked when he comes to the ring and he grabs the belt, like he owned it. Like, whoa, whoa I won the belt. Oh, wait, no, this is yours. <laughs> and he puts it around. And then I also liked the mommy chants. <laughs> the she's my mommy. I was like, oh, no. She is so over. Yeah, that was crazy. And you know, there was a there was a part in there we were talking about the Becky Lynch promo. So she gets a little tongue tied. She talks about how she she's frustrated. That's why she's tongue tied. Zoe tries to contribute, but she isn't that strong on the mic. Maybe or maybe I was just being too critical. And then all of a sudden, you get Sonya and Chelsea come out, and you look in the background, and the match is ending. And Zoe is standing, she's on a yeah. ladder. And I was like, were you there the whole time? And it just, re and I started laughing. And uh, my brother Clint is here from uh, Arizona, huge Cardinals fan. We broke the news to him. Uh, Arizona's probably going to have the worst record in the NFL. <laughs> and um, I'm sitting there laughing. He's like, what's so funny? I was like, well, I'm sure a little bit later on, you'll get a good um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn promo. <laughs> and Kevin will lose it. Or he'll say something about... You know, your finger, it's literally right in my face. See it's it. very distracting. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, Kevin uh, Kevin does it, pulls the Kevin. And that piece of business I thought was awesome. But uh, Chelsea Green, she played a good part in, you know, in the show. The match got the job done. And I'm, I'm really, really interested in both of the Money in the Bank matches. And something I read yesterday about the this this year's Money in the Bank. This is the first time in the history of the Money in the Bank where there wasn't a participant who has previously won the world title. So this is like the epitome of what we've been talking about. Like make someone through, you know, the Royal Rumble and through Money in the Bank. And I, I'm really excited. You know, I think one of the outliers or the longest odds is probably Butch. Um, I think the superstar with the greatest odds, you know, me personally, I would say LA Knight, but I think based on the trend could absolutely be Damian Priest. See, I think, so the, f I, I think LA Knight, cause I think they're going to put Priest in a program with Gunther just because of the little interaction they had 
Now, I think Gunther's going to do a, probably a program with Riddle first, but I could see I could see Priest coming not not getting money in the bank and then maybe going after that that Intercontinental title down the road. Just just the way wow. they kind of looked at each other coming out and he kind of hesitated and I think we're on the verge of a uh face turn for Priest and I yeah, I think really? so. Really? Now I'm now I'm I'm yeah, I'll I'll pay a lot more attention. Oh, yeah, you I, haven't I, thought I wasn't you really watched, so did you watch last Monday? Yeah. So like I did, but I was like semi distracted because we were, you know, doing the final prep for surgery and everything. And I um I watched it and I guess I just saw I just saw like the heat between Finn and Damien. That's and right, then, we reviewed it. So I know you watched it. <laughs> um Yeah. And then you have, you know, now all of a sudden you have Damien Priest is in Money in the Bank. You have Dominic going against Cody Rhodes and Finn Balor against uh, Rollins for the World Championship. And what version are we going to get? So you're going to get, you're probably going to get the Demon. And I think for the most part, I think minus one time, I think he's lost every time he's brought out the Demon. So I don't know, you know, what. Which uh, is crazy because I get it. He was undefeated as the Demon in NXT. And then they brought him to the main roster and Finn's like, nah, whatever. We're just going to squash that. But yeah, I just, because he's doing the babyface things like, oh, I'm going to go out there by myself. I'm going to shake Rollins' hand when I'm done. So I think he's, and I think they're going to end up kicking him out of the Judgment Day and they're going to bring JD McDonough in because you had that little promo with them Monday night. Uh, and then now you've set, uh, you've set him up to be a good guy to go against the bad guy, Gunther, or, you know, whoever they decide to put him into. I would like to see Priest beat Rollins personally. Uh, I think that would be great. And then having Priest and uh, I'm sorry, I'd like to see Finn beat Rollins and then have a nice little feud between Priest and ooh, and, uh, and Balor would be great. But, you know, or go ahead, go. And you can tell we're rusty. <laughs> yeah, I think. Th- yeah, I think there's going to be something in there where somebody costs somebody. So I would think the money in the bank, either the men's or the women's would open. And if it's the men's then the world title will probably be second to last because you'll have the main event of whatever Roman's going to do. And um, Priest costs Finn the title, even though he's trying to help, air quotes, or Finn costs Priest the money in the bank because he's trying to, air quotes, help. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, this is, uh, I'm really excited about the money in the bank. I think that'll be a lot of fun. I am juries out on how the match will be with Dominic and Cody. I'm sure Cody can have a five-star match and do all the work, but I don't want it to look like Dominic's just completely getting ragdolled. But, you know, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I think um, Brock will cost Cody this match. And that's what will lead to SummerSlam. And they'll have the... um, The... uh, The... Rumor is a bull rope match. Yeah. Cowbell match or something. So yeah. I, What'd the you bull call rope it? match. Yeah. Bull rope. There we go. Cowbell. <laughs> They're just going to ring, ring the cowbell. Saturday Night Live skit. I need more cowbell. <laughs> I, I could see it going that way. <laughs> the other thing I could see is Rhea getting involved and then you got Brandy Rhodes coming out. So it could go two different ways here because I, I thought wow. about the Brock Lesnar thing. Okay. But I think you get Rhea getting involved and then Brandy comes out and this ain't open night my bitch and then gets involved and and kind of set up a little program down the road because i don't i don't know what i don't know what brock's status is right now because you know he's kind of the part-timer but 
Speaking of Rhea, she's so everybody in the Judgment Day has a match at Money in the Bank, except for the one person in the Judgment Day that's a champion, which is Rhea. And I'm just like, really? And the other thing that caught my eye and just, I don't know, man, it just goes into the whole thing about how they just don't know how to book women or treat women the same as men is Triple H does this big, massive presenting of the belt to Seth and this big, massive presenting of the belt to um, uh, Roman. And then they have Pierce do the women, which is fine, but he's he's not a biggest star as Triple H, who everybody knows is the booker and the guy in charge-ish. So... Like, already you're demeaning them with, oh, it's not as important for me to come out there. It's just the women. I just, I was like, oh, that's kind of crappy, man. And it just, it bothers me because you look at stuff like stardom where these women are just killing themselves and doing great stuff. And, and the women, when they're on TV, and whether it's AEW or WWE, seem to get very limited time, do their stuff, get out. I just, it's a shame. I just book them like they book the men. There's, don't look at them as women. Just look at them as other wrestlers. Yeah, that's... I- I didn't even now that you know now that we're sitting there talking about it. Um, I didn't even it didn't even register, and that's how poorly they've done the new titles when they've had a couple of opportunities after a match to present them with a new championship. And I like now that you're saying it out loud. Not that it's going to demean one title or the other. You have Rhea Ripley, who's the WWE Women's World Champion. And then you have Asuka, who is the WWE Undisputed Women's Champion for their respective shows. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, um, I definitely think in hindsight, Trip should have absolutely presented, presented those titles because he did it, you know, he did it with the men's titles and, you know, they're not, they're, everybody's, you know, they're all champions. So I don't think it should have been. Exactly. Yeah, so. That's a good, uh, that's a strong point. And, and I just think it's a shame that, that she doesn't have a match. Like, she's probably one of the most over women right now. And for her not to have a match at Money in the Bank is just kind of like, wow, why why not? Why why would you not have her in a match ready to go? Yeah, that, I, there's got to be something cooking. Um, I think you'll have, what is it, Bianca, Charlotte, and Asuka in a three-way. And then... I mean, I don't know who's a dominant presence because she squashed Natalia. Um, Zelina is on Fridays. Um, Sonia and Chelsea haven't gotten a win, so they they wouldn't be credible. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez maybe, but they haven't built they haven't built her you know to be in a story at all. So um, yeah, that's an interesting that's an interesting one to have a champion. I'll, although Roman doesn't defend his title very much, but yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what leads me into the thinking they're going to get something with Brandy Rhodes because we don't have her doing anything. She'll come out with Dom Dom and yeah, she'll start interfering. Maybe the whole match she's interfering because I kind of want uh, Cody to go in and just basically make this a squash, but she keeps interfering. So it's not a squash. And then, yeah, you get, you know, Brandy Rhodes just has it up. Maybe she's at ringside and jumps the barrier. I don't know, but I think, I think that'd be the way to go. And and why not? You know, that'd be Good way, and it it would bring it probably huge pop, and then now you've also got her in there, so we can start building eventually heel Cody because when he was with her and boy, they were some they did some good heel work together. Oof, man, when she would flop, and then the opponent would um you know baby face. Oh, I'm so sorry, and then you'd see the out of the corner of her eye and the big smile. You're like, oh, you got him. <laughs> yeah, there was a classic one where she did that too. I think it was a, it was either Kenny Omega and Ibushi and Cody. Yeah, I think it was their three way. And she did the flop, and and uh, Kenny and Ibushi were like, oh, "Are you okay?" 
And Cody just jumps out and jumps him, and then she springs up like nothing happened. And they're like, oh, that snake and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, she she does a good heel character for sure. Um, but I think if they want to bring her in right now, I think this would be a way to do it. You could set up a SummerSlam match between, uh, you know, you've got Cody and Brandy versus Rhea and Dom Dom, which would be good because Rhea would probably be able to carry Brandy a little bit. I mean, she's not the greatest in the ring. So he could, she could carry her and make it look good. And then saying he could do the same thing with Dom. So you'd actually probably have a really good match out of that. Again, if Brock doesn't it'd be show a, up, it'd be a good story. Yeah. If Brock doesn't show up. Yeah. Plus it'll be a good story too. Cause you've got the, the couple and, you know, Brandy was tired of the interference and she came to, uh, even things out and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I, and I'm not, I, I think Brandy's kind of small too, isn't she? Kind of petite. Yeah. So that, you know, it would be whatever, but I think, um, yeah, that'd be that. I think that would be a lot of fun. So, oh, Rhea throwing her around would be great. <laughs> yeah. What'd you think about? Yeah, and then like for some reason, Cody can't get to. Well, that might be like a replay of the Edge, um, Beth Phoenix, but some some think, but it does involve Rhea again. I've done this before. I've smashed Hall of Famers. What's you know the what's American Cody's wife? Don't even wife name her. her. Like, what's Cody's wife got at anything? Yeah. <laughs> Dang! What'd you think of the ma- What'd you think of the action with the Damian Priest Matt Riddle match? Oh, it was good. I was I was happy it ended clean too. Um, you know, I thought for sure we we're gonna get interference or something like that. So, and that that leads more into that whole Priest becoming a babyface. But yeah, I thought the ring work was great. Again, like I said, it's a shame the crowd didn't think so, or if they did, they were told to be quiet. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that match was was tight, and there was uh, you know, both of them are good workers, so. Very crisp. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I, I loved the the aerial action that um, Riddle was putting in. I liked how Priest was sort of protecting his big guy image and staying on the ground. And, you know, they got their moves in. And like you, I'm glad it ended clean. And, you know, a little bit later when Finn came out, you were like, oh, man, this dude has had it. And, you know, before he before he came out to the ring, he was like, I'm going to go out there and uh, nobody interfere. And then he mean mugs Finn. And I was like, whew. And then Finn kind of glares at him as he walks away. Yeah. And then uh, Dom, Dom and Rhea look over at Finn. You know, you all right? Oh, I've just got a lot on my mind right now. I was like, ooh. So um, I thought the promo with Finn and Seth was really good because... Something that the WWE likes to do to us <laughs> is they like us to forget. But this go around, uh, Seth kept bringing things up about the past and, um, you know, about shouldering the load, talking about his shoulder. And a um, little later on, he was like, what version of the of Finn am I going to get? This is the Finn I've wanted to see, you know, since what was it, 2017 or whatever. So... Yeah, I think uh, I think this is going to be this has the potential, and not just because it's um, Seth and Finn, but this has the potential to be the match of the night. And it seems like the last few pay per views we've been sitting here going, "Oh, the and uh, you know the tag team match or the women's match or whatever." But this is going to be the match for the world title, and I I really believe that they're both going to come out and deliver. So this, I'm I'm excited to see them mix it up again. And how they're going to build it over the next couple of weeks, I think, will be a lot of fun for the WWE universe. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I even last week he was hitting him with the, you know, 
you only held the title for less than 24 hours and this and that. And I'm just like, oof, man, that's dirty because you're the one who injured him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it'll be too soon, too soon. Yeah, too soon, buddy, too soon. But yeah, I agree. It's one of the rare instances where they're flashing back to something and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, we're not forgetting about that, you know, storyline that Finn Balor has seemingly forgot for years. And then, oh, yeah, wait, hold on now. You have a title now. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad at you for that. Because I want to say they partnered up recently, too, like, you know, a year ago or something. So it's just like, whatever. <laughs> they want us to forget everything between the the injury and now. <laughs> and then a shirt that I need to get my dirty hands on. Freaking Cody Rhodes comes out with the new uh, new T-shirt of his. It's a flaming um, American Nightmare yeah, logo. it's nice looking. And whew, the only thing that would have made it better is if it would have been somehow like a white flame or some kind of red, white, and blue flame or whatever, um, because it's the American Nightmare. And But I thought that T-shirt was awesome. I hopped on the... Um, the WWE uh, shop, and it wasn't there. I was like, hmm, I would have thought they have this on TV because the shirt is available, and um, I'm going to have to keep checking back. <laughs> but yeah, I dug uh, I dug the shirt. I thought, uh, I thought that was pretty sharp, and uh, I don't know if the Natalia piece or the promo is what's going to lead up to Rhea's match at Money in the Bank, or because she... Uh, Natalia comes out and she gives this like sort of open-ended confused promo about she doesn't know anymore. You're like, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know what you're talking about. And then she just disappears. I'm like, huh, okay, well, um, you have a good day now. So <laughs> maybe she gets repackaged, comes back, you know, now she's a heel and, um, you know, who's uh, who who flips to face to sort of fill that gap. I don't, I don't know that it really matters as much because of the storylines and stuff right now for the women's division, but we'll see, uh, you know, we'll see what, what yeah, happens. Maybe so. she's going to become <laughs> heel. I don't know. Yeah, it, it is weird. And then you get another classic, and we sort of alluded to this a little bit earlier, another classic Kevin Owens temper tantrum. Oh, man, these are great. Man, it gets better every week. And, and you know, for me, I haven't been able to sit down and watch wrestling and like, really enjoy it it was just sort of like almost like background and um I'm, so i'm sitting there with my brother and he knows like big names and he knows a few other names but he doesn't know a whole lot so i basically did the play-by-play -play and explained hey here's what happened with this and here's what happened with that there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
like when Dom, when Dom and Rhea were leaving, Rhea accepted the challenge for Dom, but it was like the she was like in between with the mic or the mic wasn't working or whatever. And then there was another scene and I was like, yeah, so this was a mistake. And I don't like the term botch, but th- this was a mistake, you know, probably what was supposed to happen. And, you know, they probably were getting called back because they were starting to run long. And when they run long, that means that the matches get cut short. And then, dude, you get that promo with Finn and Seth. And God knows how long that went over with the with the fans, you know, singing the song. But um, so we, we were going through the, everything. And when Natalia came on, he was like, what was that supposed to be? I was like, yeah, she's going to go find herself and come back repackaged in a different Natalia form and, you know, whatever. And we were both in hysterics. And him knowing nothing about wrestling, we were both in hysterics during the Kevin Owens part. And kudos to the WWE for the bloodline and for letting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn be as quirky and funny as they are, considering how much experience they have. And I, I was, man, I was feeling it. Dig that. You know who uh, the second best moonsault in professional wrestling is? Uh, other than Eo Sky and. Uh- Tiffany Stratton? So, Tiffany Stratton is dating um, Ludwig Kaiser. Oh, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, but um, but yeah, so we get uh, Kevin Owens. He, he, he pulls another beauty out and, uh, you know, they set up a match. And the, the match was, I thought the match was really good. But the match right after that promo, um, you know, someone that I can't get enough of, and that's Ricochet. Um, they laid oh, it out, yeah. and Mr. Nice Guy, Bronson Reed, forget about it. They earned their check last night, and uh, I hope the fans went home happy with, with that match, even though it probably didn't end the way um, Ricochet wanted, When you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, they didn't sound happy during the match, but I understand what you mean. But what's interesting to me is if we're going to set up a uh, – a three-way match between them. Well, it's not going to be at Money in the Bank because uh, Money in the Bank, you've got Ricochet and Shinsuke are in it. The Men in the Bank match and Bronson's not. So is he going to end up coming out and costing those two? You know, he's going to come out and interfere and cost those two and, you know, set up a three-way and are we going to stretch this out all the way to SummerSlam or is it going to be like they're just going to blow it off on Raw sometime? But I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. Triple that when they do it. Um, you know, big guy versus two small guys is, is going to be a fun fun dynamic and Bronson Reed you know is a big dude but he can fly around a little bit too and so it'll be interesting to see that match for sure um and I just I'd like to see Shinsuke win the match but the ladder match but I think it's gonna be LA Knight personally yeah I like it I do I think LA Knight's gonna win the the money in the bank oh man I just hope he doesn't try and cash it in for the IC or the US title it it was brought up on I hear it on the bump I heard it on one of the shows like yeah, and if they want to win the Intercontinental or the United States, they can do that too. When I thought originally it was to challenge for the world title, but I mean, whatever you know, whatever title everybody wants to get, I you know, I get it. I I like the I like the U.S. titles. I think they're really cool. The Intercontinental title, great lineage. You know, most everybody who's uh, won a lot of you know in previous forms most people who won the intercontinental title were the next ones to to carry the world championship so um you know it'll be interesting to see and you know what do you think about um 
with the way the women's money in the bank is laid out now. So you have Eosky, Zelina, Becky, Zoe, and um, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. The hugger. She used Bailey. to be the hugger. Bailey. So you have um, basically Bailey and Eosky could end up like counter, like, you know, um, muting, muting each other. Zelina, I don't, I don't know how she's going to play in. And then Becky is going to get distracted with Zoe, which with that conversation going on, Zelina ends up winning the money in the bank. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you didn't give her her, uh, backlash moment at home. Now, you know, you're going to give, you know, her a moment at money in the bank and now she's going to carry money in the bank around. Or you have Becky win it, who's a European in Europe. The pop that that would get. Oh, so, um, or EO Sky. God, I think EO Sky EO, wins it. I think, I think it's time for uh, EO. Man, yeah. So, so now you have. Did you see the. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Did you see the clip I posted on Twitter with uh, EO Sky versus Pentagon uh, Black when he was uh, Pentagon Black in Lucha Underground? I think I Those saw. Those two beat the yeah. hell out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I, it came up on my feet. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot that US guy was in Lucha Underground too. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I miss Lucha Underground. Lucha, Lucha. So, um, yeah, I loved how the announcer would talk about where they are and the the camera angles, and yeah, I thought it was freaking awesome. Okay, so the money in the bank, the men's money in the bank. You've got Santos Escobar. You've got LA Knight. Yeah, Ricochet. You have Shinsuke, you have Butch, and you have Damian Priest. Wow. That is solid. Man, I, I think you made a good point with Priest, but I still think it's going to be LA Knight. Yeah. I think it's going to be LA Knight. I don't think maybe he comes and challenges Rollins because if you put him up against Roman, he's not going to win. And everybody knows he's not going to win. So, and you're not going to take Roman's title off him. With a surprise cash in, I, I don't think. Well, yeah, you're not. I know WWE. They're not. You're not going to get a uh, at the end of a grueling match. Somebody cashes in on Roman. So whoever wins it, I think is going to end up going after Rollins. So that being the thought, probably going to go to Priest. Then would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, you figure. Do you think the WWE wants to keep the the uh, undisputed title on Roman to beat out Hogan's uh, numbers? Because that's like fourteen. And some change. So this would be basically um, next year's WrestleMania is, you know. I do. I think he keeps it till next year's WrestleMania. Wow. I do. I really do. I think he's going to keep it all the way to WrestleMania, if not all the way to SummerSlam, because I think he needs to keep it to SummerSlam to beat Hogan, like officially beat Hogan. Because I think think we did the math, and I think if he does it, if he loses it at WrestleMania, he's like 100 days short. Oh, that's true. Okay. 60 days short or something like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps it all the way to SummerSlam next year. And beat Hogan, and I can see him wanting to beat Hogan just because of all the controversy behind Hogan right now. Right? If they if they want to erase erase his name from the the record book, they could or not erase it, but move him down for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's a long time, man. It's crazy. Modernizing the record books is um, it's interesting business. I mean, you figure you're looking at who's selling merch. You know, they're the the ones T shirt looks great. The the T-shirt with uh, Roman Reigns and Heyman with the tie looks great. Um, the God Mode one is, you know, looks pretty good too. So you know that Roman's selling merch. You know, everybody's acknowledging him and just exploding whenever he comes on. That intro is pretty legit. That uh, 
that that's pretty good. I you know that's up the and I you know recently I've been paying a little more attention to the intros and you know Orange Cassidy's intro when that when the first key of his music hits it goes bonkers. Um, MJF sets the place off. Oh, yeah, um, I think everybody's just on pins and needles waiting to hear what the acclaim is going to do. Um, Cody Rhodes. You know, when when he comes out and I'm really, really looking forward to when the New Day come back, because that entrance, that entrance is a lot, a lot of fun. Um, And, um, you know, NWA, they don't they don't uh, they don't play music when their wrestlers come to the ring. And the studio recording for Impact is much, much different. So you don't really get the you don't get the feel because there's you know, maybe 500 people at their recordings unless they do a pay-per-view and it's, you know, a couple thousand, which, you know, that's that's the market that they want to be in. So I I like uh, I like what they're doing with the intros and I like I'm gauging everything on some of these crowds that we've seen and maybe it's not fair, but as loud as it was for Backlash, um, as loud as they can generally get for... Dominic Mysterio, you know, we, you know, and I don't want piped in music, but they've got to do something with some of these crowds where it's, you know, they're just sitting on their hands. I'm, I'm not saying like have applause buttons up you know, or applause lights, you know, <laughs> like how we have our on air, you know, they'll, they'll put applause <laughs> and you're like, no. So, yeah, I mean, not every crowd has to be San Diego for dynamite, right. which was on fire, but. Like I'd rather see more of those than you know the the crowds were the Jacksonville that was a that was another that was example embarrassing <laughs> yeah yeah and especially because we've been to events here and we know we can get loud I almost want to go to a live WWE event now just to be like okay are they telling people to be quiet like I'm really I mean, we haven't heard rumors about that or anything but it's just bizarre to me that nobody like is it that boring to go to one live that you're just kind of like eh, this is kind of dull yeah I wonder but, what we're missing out on besides the commentary. Um, because like, from what I remember, the WWE shows, um, you get the, you get the backstage segments on, on the screen. So it's not like you're just sitting there waiting as the wrestlers, you know, or, uh, superstars are making their way to the ring. But yeah, I would, I, I'd be kind of bummed out if, if they're being told, Hey, you know, everybody sit on your hands. And I know for a little while they were like no signs, but then they lightened up on it and. Um, you know, some of the superstars are making a point, you know, Cody specifically to make sure everybody, you know, he's, he's, uh, interacting with as many fans as possible, signing stuff, you know, as much as he can. I thought that was really cool. Um, a couple nights ago that, uh, I think it was Trish and Natalia, Natalia was signing, signing stuff ringside. I thought that was pretty cool. And then Cody last night when he was leaving the ring, he signed his belt that he gave that kid um, as he was walking up. So super cool. And um, yeah, I agree. I, there, you know, with some of these crowds, you um, you know you grab that lightning in a bottle. That the San Diego crowd was live, so awesome, and uh, made that show, which was already going to be a great show, just you know, because of the wrestlers and the card and the the sequencing of the matches and everything made so much sense. And um, so, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've got to figure out what, what's causing it. And, and it's not just a, a, a WWE problem too, because look at Double or Nothing in Las Vegas, like coming across, uh, watching it on TV, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and 
you know, you used to always talk about the crowd and I used to always like roll my eyes like, oh, geez, who cares about the crowd? But now that they're being quiet, I'm starting to go, oh, now I understand. (laughs) Like, especially, and it really hit me with Double or Nothing because I'm used to those loud AEW crowds. So I'm watching Double or Nothing, which is a good show. And I'm like, I'm not enjoying this as much. What's going on? And then it's like, oh, man, the crowd's just not into this. Uh You know, they were up for some of it and not the rest. It was just like, wow. So. Yeah, crowds are a big deal, and they need to make sure that they're doing what they can to keep them loud. But I'm with you. Don't pipe in the sounds. Like, uh, make it organic and and true, and it should be on the the bookers to book it to where you have an emotional investment, which I think is some of the stuff that WWE is missing because I can look at the five hours of television, not including NXT, that they do on TV, and there is maybe three, four superstars or storylines I care about which is not a lot when you're filling out five hours of TV. That's if they each have two segments, that's what, 10 segments, if that. (laughs) So I just, you know, there's just not a lot of emotional investment in anything really outside of the bloodline. Uh, Even even the KO and Empyrean stuff, I'm not like emotionally invested in the storyline as much as I just love KO and Sammy and (laughs) and their interactions together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think and, you're right. Because they funny. could they could do that with anybody. Like you could put the Viking Raiders against them, and they're going to make jokes, and it's going to be entertaining. The Seth Rollins Finn Balor, I'm into that. Like that's good stuff. But it's that's one of those programs. Yes, it's been going on since he injured his arm. Technically, if you wanted to pretend, but realistically, it's something they could have started now, and they could stretch that out for a few months. But I have a feeling it's going to be over at Money in the Bank, and that's going to be it. So we'll see. But I think that's one of the issues is there's no emotional investment in. The characters are what's going on, so you're just watching wrestling to watch wrestling. You know, there's no I'm I'm cheering for this because it's my local sports team. It's I'm I'm watching it. It you know what it's like? It's like if I were watching a Dolphins game, I'd cheer for the Dolphins. Loud, get upset when they don't win, get excited when they're winning. But if I'm watching the 49ers and the Cardinals, just because you brought them up, I'm gonna sit there and watch it, but I'm not cheering because I don't have any ties or emotional investment in it. And that's I think a that's part of the booking, and then that's a little bit on well, it's mostly booking. If you book it so people care about it, they're going to cheer about it. So, but that's my opinion. <laughs> my two cents worth. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, like we're we're programmed to sit down in front of our TV and watch Monday night, watch Wednesday night. Not is not programmed for Wednesday as much yet, but I think eventually it will. Um I'm hoping, hoping, fingers crossed that Saturday becomes that too, but that's I mean, you're looking at Three, five, seven, you're already nine hours in if you're watching NXT, AEW, and Monday Night Raw. You watch SmackDown, you're like, all right, I'm into my weekend. And now Saturday, you're like, oof. And it's, what, 9 to 11 or something like that, or 10 to 12. That could be a tough time slot. And I I don't really buy into ratings as much. Because of how we, and you know, like I'll watch some stuff on my phone, uh, my laptop, um, a tablet, whatever. And then I do watch some stuff on my TV, but it's, uh, it'll be, I'm, I really hope that they really, really grab us and just bring it and deliver a solid, solid show. And this is a challenge out to uh, the Chicago crowd. Don't just cheer for damn CM Punk. Bring the energy. You're going to be at the maiden voyage of collision and bring it and show every other crowd, hey, this is this is how you deliver energy to AEW collision. And that will hopefully set the tone. And then uh, Triple H and the, the boys in the back will be watching going, 
well, wait a minute. Challenge accepted, and they show up in. Uh, they're in Iowa on Friday and Missouri, I think, on Monday, and they'll go out and hopefully burn the house down and you know have a great time. So I'm I'm optimistic. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of wrestling. Bring those damn crowds, people. <laughs> you didn't even hit TNA, MLW. Uh, it, oh man, MLW with their new TV deal. Let's go. Yeah, NWA, like there's. More wrestling at New Japan, Ring of Honor. Like, there's so oh my much God, wrestling yeah. to consume right now. Uh, it's it's definitely, and, and it's getting easier and easier to find some of that other stuff. Like, you know, it used to be you can only find WWE. You'd have to really tape swap to get some of the other stuff. Now, with all the streaming and everything, you could watch New Japan anytime you want. You can watch Ring of Honor whenever you want. You can find MLW on YouTube. You know, it's got its own YouTube channel. You can watch Stardom. They do a lot of their stuff on YouTube now. It's a little delayed, but you can watch it. So there's plenty of places to watch wrestling. So to make an impact, no pun intended, on a show. <laughs> I was going to say, what? To make, a, to make a collision with the fans, it's going to have to be big. And Saturday, I think it's 8 to 10 is the official time slot. You're right, though. That's a tough time slot because you're talking the weekend. So people are either out and about or families are doing things. You're going to have college football to contend with. I was going to say, shit, I totally forgot. College football is going to come around. And Saturday has been when WWE has been doing their pay-per-views. Yep. And UFC so fights. you're going to have college football and damn UFC fights. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to be sitting there watching your college game for, you know, however long and uh, get a couple couple bowls of loudmouth soup and uh, not really even be able to get into, you know, be into the game or be into collision because you're, you know, a sheet and a half in. But yeah, I hope uh, we, you know, we pop up, get up, catch a collision. Maybe we watch it before football on Sundays, unless you're catching the international games, you know, you'll have until uh, 105 <laughs> during the first seven weeks of the season. So We'll see. Uh, we'll see what's well, up. So, and, and not to mention that, not not to make this all about AEW, but uh, Tony Khan does not have a great record for shows outside of Dynamite because Rampage has been okay and declining. The Battle of the Belts, he you know, big big thing, and then it really never really was a big big thing other than pay per views and Dynamite. So, I I think that's part of some of this scare is I think people are a little concerned that okay, this is just going to be another Dynamite or another Rampage. I mean. And when I think it needs to be more like another dynamite. Now, a soft roster split could help that because you're going to see Miro and, um, you know, Punk and, and FTR. And you're going to see some of those people that maybe you won't see on dynamite all the time. However, you know, it's still a new product. And yeah, he, he needs help for sure. So if Brian Danielson really is going to start taking some of the booking, I think that's going to help a lot. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And, you know, I don't, uh, when you met him at the River City, at the River uh, River City WrestleCon, I'm not sure if you even, you know, had a minute <laughs> to even ask him or if he would have any liberties to talk about it. But like you were always talking about, CM Punk has a really great wrestling mind. Brian Danielson has been there and done that. He has wrestled for in front of 50 people, in front of, you know, 50,000 plus. He's getting ready to wrestle in front of damn 70,000 at uh, All In. So I think dude, he's um, getting wrestled, ready to wrestle Okada. Huh. Dude, uh, it's dude. like a wrestling wet dream for that me. That is, <laughs> if that's, <laughs> if that's, if so, we've got a couple of matches of the year contenders. Um, both of them involve Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Um, 
I just like this is going to be a top five and, uh, you know, kudos to uh, the bookmakers and everyone for getting their egos out of the way. And I hope the finish is clean and I almost don't even care who wins because this is going to be one for the ages. So let's go. Uh, Sorry. Back to WWE. We got a couple more minutes. <laughs> yeah, so WWE, we continued on. Uh, the crowd was kind of bumping around. We had a great, great segment with uh, Seth Rollins and Finn went a little long, which then hurt the Gable um, and Eric match. Gable gets the win after a, a really quick match. Um, Could have been funny, er, but we got what we got. And then you see J.D. McDonough and um, Finn Balor talking in the background. And this has sort of been playing along for a while. And man, I I don't... You want to... And I, I might be looking at this in like a football thought, right? So I want, you know, whatever quarterback on my team. And in return, I know I'm going to have to either give up a quarterback or a big name or something... And nothing against J.D. McDonough, but Damian Priest is like the golden boy right now. He can do no wrong with this, with the match that he had with Bad Bunny, the work rate that he's been, you know, putting in, the selling that he's been doing. And then you bring in J.D. McDonough, who was injured. He was on NXT. Nobody really knows him. So it's sort of confusing because you haven't really built up J.D. McDonough yet. And you have a proven commodity in Damian Priest, and you're like, okay. So I don't know. I don't want to shoot it. I don't want to shoot it down. But I think um, they're really going to have to. They're really going to have to deliver something pretty significant with the JD McDonough um, rollout because that just does not seem like an even trade. Yeah, but I think that's also what's leading into the Damian Priest turning face and leaving the Judgment Day anyway. So it'll be interesting. Yep, I ain't got much more to say than that. <laughs> and then we get the main event. What a match. And freaking Gunther, man. I some those false finishes um had my brother like like hopping up. And I was like, what was that? He's like, Oh, I thought the match was over. I was like, that's a false false finish, my friend. So uh that I thought whew, I thought that was a great match. And you know, the the commentary I thought was really good. Kevin Patrick is starting to grow on me a little bit. He was a little slow going. Um, I wanted to get to where I could just cut out Corey Graves. So that was the only voice I heard, but it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought the match was good. And um, man, a couple of close ones. And uh, Ludwig takes the L and sort of could be a prelude to a program between Kevin Owens and Gunther. But I think like what you were saying, Gunther in a program with Damian Priest as a good guy, that would be that would be worth the price of admission right yeah, there. Yeah, I think you're definitely setting up Riddle first because, you know, he had the run in. Uh so I think you're setting up a Riddle Gunther first. But yeah, I think give it time, but I think yeah, you'll see Priest Intercontinental Championship run and then that frees Gunther up to go after Rollins for the world title. And then now you've got that a monster awesome. of a heel as a world title. Whew, man. Because I, I think that's the trajectory Gunther's on personally. Or Walter, sorry. Or whatever he is. I forget what he goes by now. Gunther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gunther now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, pretty good show. I mean, uh, 
pretty good as far as WWE standards go. It wasn't blow away great. Um, I still missed that one show three, four weeks ago where I was like, oh man, they put a lot of thought into this because it's not happening anymore. Uh, and yeah. that, that's disappointing. And I mean, there was some of the backstage stuff when Becky Lynch was walking. I was like, oh, what are we going to get? And she's talking to KO and Sammy. I'm like, all right. And then you just see the Alpha Academy stretching and I'm like, that's it? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man. She was just like. Yeah. Yeah. I will say her looking at that going, oh, okay. That was funny. But overall, it, it was, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I gave it two and a half. It wasn't blow away. It wasn't like your, yeah, two and a half for me. Yeah. Beards. Yeah. I gave it three. I thought it was uh, three beards. I thought it was uh, a good show. I enjoyed how it moved some of the storylines along. It got you set up for Money in the Bank and uh, presented and cleaned up the women's titles. So now we don't have to come in and go, dude, they did it again another week. And, you know, they didn't violate the draft rules this week. So that's oh, a yeah. small victory. So Good point. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. think about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. Well. But they'll probably mess it up on Friday with uh, Seth Rollins being on Friday. Well, and he's going to be on NXT. So he's going to take on Braun Breaker on NXT. Braun Breaker. Man, how awesome would that All be right. if Braun like, uh, pulls a surprise and beats him? Ooh. Oh, man, that would be so cool. That would be some inspired booking. Like, what? Now you're, yeah, that'd yeah. be really good stuff. Anyway, you know, it is what it is. Well, glad you're back, man. Glad we uh, got to sit down and do this. Uh, we may not get back to the full schedule we're doing, which is a podcast every day. However, we will at least try to stick to our Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays and get those out. If we can get some extra canned stuff in, we will. And I know y'all miss uh, Ellie Jer and his little shorts and rants on YouTube. Eventually, we'll get back to those. But uh, like you said earlier, we, we got a long road ahead of us. So he's got some uh, hurdles to go through. But we appreciate everybody. You know where to find us, anywhere you get your podcast from. Check us out. We talk about wrestling. No Shave Man Cave, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a listen. Hit a subscribe. Download for free. It doesn't cost you anything, and you can always change your mind. Follow us on Rumble and YouTube. Same thing. Give us a subscribes and likes. Uh, trick the algorithm for thinking we're really good. We appreciate it. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, No Shave Man Cave. If you want to reach out to us and email us, it's noshavemancave at gmail.com. Potentially, well, we'll talk about it when we know that's firm. I was going to. Little hint that happened on WrestleCon, but we'll talk about that later. So, hey, you know, but yeah, I appreciate everything. And uh, haven't done this in the, in a week or so, but hot tag out for the finisher. Bump and feed, bump and feed, like, share, su- subscribe, keep loving and following the No Shave Man Cave, where you get all of your relatively important and awesome wrestling news. So, on behalf of JT. Thank you so much for joining us here at the No Shave Man Cave. To all of our brothers and sisters in arms, we love you. Keep doing what you do. Thank you for your service. Some gave all, and all gave some. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.